Well, hi, friends. How are you guys today? Welcome back to another edition of Collective Live on Watermark TV. I am Callie Nixon, and I am so, so glad to be with you all today. And for everybody joining in, I just want to personally thank you for giving me a reason to wear makeup for the second time in about two and a half weeks. So I'm blessed, and I'm glad that you're here today. Um, so for those of you who don't know, now you know, today's April Fool's Day. And historically, my family's had a ton of fun with April Fool's. Companies across the world have released funny marketing projects and things like that. And this year, guys, I just want to tell you, can we just boycott April Fool's this year? Guys, there's a global pandemic going on. I'm going to tell you what I told my kids. Keep your pranks in the tanks. Save them for next year. Okay? Okay. Be sensitive. I'm just kidding. You can have fun with your kids, but... Um, April Fool's has taken a little bit of a different look this year. And for us, we're going to stick to what I know that we do best, which is encouraging you. And so the heart of the collective life is to be in our living room and bring our living room to yours and to encourage one another through this gorgeous worship like we just heard, to connect, to have conversation, and to remind each other that storytelling is so powerful and so important because the Holy Spirit uses the stories of our lives to change the world. And that's what we wanna do. And that's what we wanna be about. And that's what we wanna share here on Collective Live. And specifically, we wanna highlight women who are um, enduring with faithfulness through hardship um, of all kinds. And so not without fear at all, but in the presence of fear and not letting fear conquer them, but through their fear, allowing themselves to choose faith over that fear. And so I am so excited today to watch this story that um, our special guest is gonna bring just unfold. And it's gonna really reaffirm and share the truth that was found in the book of James chapter one, verses two and three, where it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And so that's what we're going to be about. But first, I really want to update you guys because something happened here on the show last week that I know you're just burning to be updated on. And so my special guest, Laura Webb, she came and talked just about kind of maneuvering through missed expectations and the disappointments as it pertains to her wedding, something that we dream about when we're a little girl. And I um, kind of jokingly offered that we could do her wedding live on TV. So as an update to that, She's not gonna get married on live TV. She's gonna get married at a friend's house tomorrow on Thursday. But then here's the cool part. She's gonna come and join us at Watermark Live at 7 p.m. tomorrow night for a really fun reception and a great time of answering questions. And Laura and Colby, we are so excited for you guys. You guys are a beautiful picture of a couple that we can get behind and champion in the name of what love really is supposed to look like. That it's not about... Um, a wedding that you might have. It's about a marriage that is going to endure. And so you guys are that, and we're super proud of you all. And thanks for playing along with our jokes. <laughs> Y'all, it's going to be awesome. But today, we want to get to today's topic. And today's topic is momming through crisis. And so whether you're a mom of young kids or kids that are out of the house or you don't have kids that you're taking care of. We are all spiritual mothers in lots of different ways. And so my prayer would be that this would be applicable to everyone. Um, and no matter where you are, no matter where you find yourself, we're all wearing a lot more hats 
than we usually do right now. We all have a lot more responsibilities as women than we usually do. And so our prayers at this episode would just encourage you wherever you are um, to walk out with a little more joy and a little more chutzpah to conquer your day wherever it might bring you. And so today I want to um, welcome our very, very special guest. This girl walks life's roads with beauty um, in season and out of season. And so I am so thrilled to have her today. She is uh, a guest and a very dear friend. So welcome with me, Martha Iramendi. Thank you so much for being with us on Collective Live today. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I'm excited. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. This is amazing. We have to like have a pandemic for us to be able to get together, which is kind of annoying, but I'm glad you're here. Excited to be here. Thank you. Okay, Martha, you wear a lot of hats on any given day. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the hats that you're wearing and how they've maybe increased right now where you find yourself? On top of everything else. On top of everything Yeah, uh, well, definitely it's been a blessing to, first I have a job here at Watermark. I am a part-time with our external focus team, International, and I also get to help with our Watermark in Espanol as a liaison. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I get to be mommy to three beautiful kiddos and mm -hmm. uh, wife to my husband, Ivan. It's awesome. And then, and then, and then, with all of this craziness for the past month uh, and a half, I now get to be teacher at home. I get yeah. to be homeschooling. I get to be nurse. Right. I get to be counselor, and now I get to drive my kids around everywhere. So it's been interesting to kind of just add all those other things on top. And by driving them around everywhere, for you concerned viewers at yes. home, she's obeying all yes, the laws, yes. I think, right? Yes, You're not so just what I mean, riding around, no, 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 I mean, it's right. my kids have been <laughs> rollerblading in our living room, so oh. I get to drive them with their little cars. It's been fun. That's amazing. So for them, that's their drive. Yes, okay, I, I love it. clear about that. I yes. love it. And take us back a little bit, because one of the things I said last week, and one of my favorite things about the show is because we don't have a ton of time, we get to dive straight in. And so I know you've been a believer for a long time, but Will you just tell us a little bit about your walk with Christ and what that looked like growing up and then also what that's looked like through your marriage with Ivan? Yeah, of course. So I came to the Lord when I was nine years old mm -hmm. and not really knowing what it was to have a biblical relationship with him. I just went with what I felt was, was best. I found out that it was going to be a tough and unkind world since mm -hmm. a really young age. I was molested at two different occasions which started something in me that shouldn't have started at a very young age mm -hmm. and led me to live and fulfill that feeling for a very long time. After some time, I just continued my walk with the Lord and skipping to my teenage years. I met my husband when I was 15 years old mm -hmm. back at our home church. We're originally from El Paso. And um, we just decided to dive in into a relationship when we were in high school and not being grounded in Christ, we kind of just made each other our idols. Hmm. After a couple of years, we got married when I was 20 years old. And as life went by, we just grew and Were apart. your parents for this? Like 20 years old, you've loved them since you were 15. They're like, yes, go for it. I mean, we'll have to have another talk about this and another coffee. <laughs> it goes a long way. But at the end of the day, they were okay. This is really what you want. If you decided this is the man you want to marry, then wow. give us a blessing. We continue to, you know, get married. And as we grew in our relationship, in a marriage relationship, we just grew apart from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And... It just, it was, we fell into such a big abyss that only the Lord was going to be able to get us out of it. 
Um, we moved here about six years ago from El Paso. Mm. And nine months within being here, we found Watermark. Shortly after being here, we heard about a ministry called Reengage, and we decided to re-engage. Yeah, shout it a out. Shot. My husband yes. helps with Reengage here at Watermark. He loves yes. it. So we decided to give it a shot, and little did we know that we needed it more than we expected. While we were going through the curriculum, I was able to find out that my husband had had a couple of emotional affairs through our marriage, a physical affair right before we came through Reengage, and a addiction to pornography. Okay. So, that's a lot. You came, you came to Watermark, and you came to reengage, thinking you were what? Just gonna uh, work on some communication yes. skills that were gonna maybe help you. That and was literally sudden, my thought, Kelly. It really? was just, I just need to work on my communication. I mean, we are perfectly fine, but the enemy was so good at giving us this wow. blind in front of us, and. By God's grace, we were able to find a place where Ivan and I felt safe. And it was really also by God's grace that he, that the Lord gave Ivan the conviction to just want to find a safe place and share with me everything that had happened. And it was through that confession and sharing in a safe place that we were able to find love within Christ, redemption, and just grace to be able to move forward and within our relationship, not just with Christ, but our relationship as a married couple. That's incredible. And yeah. and when he told you, like, because hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So you have you have some distance from, how long ago was that confession? So that confession was about four and a half years ago. Okay, so you have some distance, and I've heard you say redemption in the midst of that. Take us back to that moment like what what was it like when he first confessed to you you're walking and living with Jesus and thinking that hey I'm going to take all the steps that I need to take to really help our marriage solidify and then all of a sudden it's more like a bomb blows and you guys are separated did you what were you thinking at that time you know the very first thought was a little bit of relief I kind of had some you know, as, knew some aspect of what was like happening. Something's not right. Something is off. Yeah. Uh, not really knowing what it was, it was a little anxious. But once it was revealed, uh, it was really easy to just take that load off and just say, "Okay, Lord, this is what we're dealing with." I don't want to run. Honestly, a lot of people don't believe when I said that one of the endings of my first testimony that I got to share with our couples while we were going through this was my last sentence was, "I will fight." to the last day for what the enemy has taken from me. So mm. I just stayed there and I said, okay, Lord, you will do something with this and we will continue to fight for it. So it was a little bit of, okay, hope that the Lord will use this, but then a lot of grief and pain yeah. that it was by people around me that were able to overcome it. And that's so beautiful because that's, that to me is the picture of scriptures. Like if you're tempted to look at, at Martha and go, oh, Martha, you're amazing and you are, but what you're saying is the truth of John 10.10, 10, that the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, right. but that Christ came that we might have life and life abundantly and not without suffering, but even in the midst of the suffering, exactly. that God might have something better. And so I don't know who needs to hear that today, but if you're in the middle of something that feels hopeless or feels terrifying or feels like there's no end in sight, um, it's so beautiful to hear stories like this, to go, you know, now four and a half years behind your back, you've gotten to watch. What kind of man is Ivan today? Man, I can honestly say that the man that I married is not the one that I have today. Mm -hmm. That he is a new man that has been redeemed and that he has been able to see what Ephesians calls his husband to be to his wife. So mm -hmm. it's been such a blessing that with gladly I walk 
and behind this man towards Christ and um, just to, to whatever he has in the future for us. So I'm excited. That like kind of makes me awesome. have a little bit my hair stand up straight. Like the, may the stories of the Holy Spirit's redemption never never grow end. old for exactly. us. That is so encouraging. And you know, that's one of the reasons why I love to, that I get to do this because it's a reminder of every moment that mm-hmm. we've gone through to know that, like you said, it hasn't been anything that I did. If it would have been in my flesh, I would have left. I would have not yeah. sticked around. But it was because of God's grace in the midst of mm-hmm. all the trash if you want to call it Mm -hmm. or just the deepness of despair that is where we get to see the lord be so much gracious so much in love and not knowing that hey there's nothing we can do but he has everything done for us and we just get to run to him it's just the blessing of having that with us that's so beautiful one of the things that my husband and i talk a lot about is that when we're confessing our sin to each other that when i'm Um, listening to his confession, that I don't just listen to it kind of with like arms crossed and self-righteousness, but that I'm listening to it with my greatest sins at the forefront of my mind. So that almost as a filter, that as I listen to his sin, I'm receiving it in a way that is remembering that before the cross, I am just as guilty. I'm in just, I'm in need of as much grace as he is. And so I think that's a really beautiful way to see it and a way to live. And so now you find yourself, obviously, what we're in right now for you specifically is not yet at a place where it's DEFCON 5 like it was four and a half years ago, but you're in a place that's hard. And so my question now is how do you cling on to the Lord now? What is he, what's he teaching you in the midst of this? And in the midst of this, do you have moments where you go back ever? And do you ever kind of go back and feel triggered of like, um, man, what if, what if Ivan makes a mistake again? What if, what if I make a mistake? What if, what's God teaching you kind of in the midst of what you're walking right now? Definitely. It's something that just staying in scripture and walking along his people is what has kept me grounded and believing in what he says is to be true. It, It definitely has been, it's difficult to at times feel what we want to feel, especially, you know, with everything and the craziness, or we can be at a million places at once, or we want to at least be right. at a million places at once. So we get easily distracted. But it's being in scripture, being with the Lord, and spending that just quiet time with Him and just bringing everything to Him. It's not like He's surprised, He knows what's happening, but being able to come and bring it to Him and just being refreshed and filling our, our cup again is exactly what has helped me through all this craziness kind of stay grounded and stay, remind, uh, remind myself of what the Lord wants to do with us. I think right now, as I am walking uh, in Scripture in Ephesians and 2 Corinthians, I feel that the Lord has definitely been teaching me in how to relinquish control, that I have mm. to relinquish, relinquish control to Him. I want my schedule to be exactly how I planned it. I want homework to be done exactly how I want right. it. I want to keep just this household from falling apart or my kids to show, portray at least, is something right. that they might think to be perfect or just a perfect marriage as well. There is that sin that still wants mm-hmm. to come in and say like, oh no, we're fine. But um, it's just in the midst of all of that, I feel that the Lord has been so gracious or, you know, Ephesians 4 and 5, I think it's where I've been hounding on a lot where he's just reminding us in how to be Christ followers. He's given us like a whole list. And I think the first few ones is for us to be loving and patient and sharing what the Lord is with, uh, who is he with us and through us. And what a better opportunity we have to do it with our first ministry, which is our kiddos and our husband. So that's definitely something that I feel the Lord has been teaching me right now. 
And so beautiful. And you think, like, it, whether you're a mom of kids that are entrusted to you or not, that's such a good reminder for all of us that, man, how are you doing at checking on the people who God's entrusted to you in your life? Like, one of the most um, beautiful ways... I keep hearing people say, you know, in the midst of these uncertain times and in the midst of these uncertain times, and I would think as someone who struggles with control, and I do too, that the funny thing would be that the idea that any time is certain <laughs> is kind of just a, a, a fallacy, really, yeah. you know, because there is no time that is certain. I could literally, this is, you know, I could get hit by a bus on the way home right now because my life is not in my own. Right. And in that, if I know that, not be morbid about it, but take every thought captive and know that I want to make every single moment matter for the Lord. I want to make, I want to reach out and and check on the people in my life who I care about. And so I see that with you too. And how interesting that somebody who, you know, may have, with what happened with you when you were younger um, and the tragedy that you went through, how that could create this need to, I'm going to control the circumstances around me and then enduring um, unfaithfulness of a husband, even more you could clench down. But Martha, what I see in you is the opposite. It's it's not a white knuckling. It's it's a relinquishing of each little finger digit day by day of going. And sometimes it might be minute by minute or hour <laughs> by hour, right? Like that we slowly let go of the things that we want to try. Definitely. And, and I just feel that the Lord has been just so good and, and he's been so sweet and giving me opportunities, even something like this where we get to be every day with kiddos and husband that don't go away, <laughs> don't yes. go to school or don't go to work. Um, he is just so sweet to remind us of his truth in every moment. And I think what I love the most is that constant reminder that it doesn't have to be perfect. It right. just has to be Christ-like. Yes. And that is exactly what we're trying to run to. And that's where we kind of just let go. And, you know, there is moments still where I feel like what if it happens again? The yeah. moment that my husband leaves the door, is it, it, am I going to find out soon that he just had another fault? And again, it's just those moments that I run to the Lord and just say, you know what, God, whether I'm in control or not, whether I think I have control or not, it could happen. It's just mm-hmm. work in his heart, yes. work in my heart, and let's just go one day at a time yes. knowing that you are the one in control. And that there's nothing you can do, good, bad, or otherwise, exactly. to ensure his never sinning again to ensure you never sinning again. There's nothing I can do in the same in my marriage. All I can do is be faithful and wake up each next day and go, Lord, I love you. Lead me. Exactly. Exactly. And y'all, I think about Martha's story and I think about all that you've gone through. And again, we're not, we're not bringing women here to parade them in front of you as caricatures of man, aren't they great? This woman doesn't want your praise. What this woman wants is for you to follow after her as she follows after Christ. And I, man, I'd be remiss if I didn't say at this moment that if you don't know the Christ that she's following, we hope you get to know him. That there is a God in heaven who sent his son Jesus to live a perfect life that you couldn't live and die a death that you couldn't die. And a die a death that we deserve, taking our sin on his shoulders and raising three days again um, from the grave. And that that is where your hope can be found. And that is why we can look at Martha and say, follow after Martha as she follows after Christ, because it is only in Christ and in him alone that that spirit of grief and sorrow and then joy and laughter can actually live hand in hand. It's only in the power and the blood of Christ that somebody like Martha can say, 
Lord, take my story and share it with whomever you want to. I'll take it and I'll just let it be shared. And so the only way we can do that is through Jesus. And that's the only way too, that we can take moments like this and in the midst of hearing about some of the hardest parts of your life, also inject levity and and be able to run to something fun. And so Martha, thank you so much just for sharing with us from your heart and the real, the good, the bad, the ugly. And um, my prayer is that people are encouraged by it. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Y'all, that moves us into our next segment. And um, I love that we serve a God who can allow grief and levity to live hand in hand. And so with that being said, please welcome yourself to the Collective Live Weekly Recap. Okay, so each week on Collective Live, we're going to be doing a weekly recap. Last week, you saw the week's best in memes. This week, I would love to submit to you the week's best in short clips. And so, Martha, you're going to get to do this with me. But what we're going to get to do is we're going to get to look. We have scoured the internet for your enjoyment. And we've got three places of honorables to give out today. And so third place is going to go to, you know, this is going to go to everybody that's missing their family in their life. And sometimes in life, when you're missing your family, you just got to do a little social distance dance off. So coming in at number three, check this out. So you've got this adorable little precious girl. She's across the street from her grandfather and she's really honing in on that circle stick move. (laughs) And so every single day they live across the street and get together for their social dance dist off. She's kicking it off to him. He's like, who me? Oh, I got this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and y'all, there's a couple of times when he did that first little angel twirly move that I got a little nervous, but that grandfather is spry. Y'all, that's an 81 year old grandfather doing a jig that I probably don't try it at home, but he crushed it. So that's third place. That's awesome. All right, second place is for all of you animal lovers out there. We had a golden retriever growing up and she kind of got what was called the crazies. And so take a look at our number two. This is a dog, a golden retriever, and she's on her owner's bed. Y'all, this is Run DMC, one of the best songs that's ever been made, 1986. So many of you weren't even born at that time, but I just remember, I think I knew every single word to that song. It's tricky to rock around, tricky. So if you need me to come and sing it at your house, I totally will. And who doesn't love a golden retriever? We need a concert. And so that's number two, just blessing your day. All right. And for the animal lovers, I had to add a little bit of an honorable mention because who doesn't love little puppies? So take a look at second place honorable mention. <laughs> I just thought, okay, I mean, y'all, puppies. You know what? It's too good. Can, can we just run that one more time? I need to see the puppies one more time. And the way this song works with it. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> I just love You need puppies in your life and you need puppies that fall to music. So you're welcome. I'm so glad that I could give that to you today. Guys, coming in at first place, this video maybe has has blessed my life this week, Martha, more than than anything else uh, other than my time with Jesus. Um, But this is a video that's going to be the antidote to our self-pity. Because um, as you know, in the U.S., delivery, um, delivery stores, restaurants, you are still able to get your favorite takeout. And in the U.K., that is not an option, nor was it an option for this little girl. So take a look. Layla, 
Layla? Yeah. Where else do you like to eat? Nowhere else. Layla? Yeah. Nando's is closed as well. <coughs> we love Nando's. <laughs> and KFC. <coughs> and McDonald's. A Chinese closed. Chinese is closed too. Oh! <coughs> <coughs> well, and, um, a delivery place. All the deliveries. You've <laughs> literally got to eat mummy's cooking now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Layla. <laughs> so next time you're tempted to give yourself a pity party, I just want to remind you that you still get to have deliveries so end of the pity party right <laughs> y'all here at the collective we are here to serve the church and bless the city and there is no better time to do that than now whether it's sending somebody a funny video to bring a smile to their face or encouraging them with the truth of what God's done in your life through scripture and here's the deal we want to hear from you okay and so we're going to do a little something that's going to be really fun called collective stories of hope and so wherever you are on your social media platforms um we would love for you to send us your stories. If God's done something crazy awesome in your life and you want to share it, or if you've gotten to watch God use someone else to bring joy to your life, do hashtag collective stories of hope. And we would love to follow along with you and see what God's doing in your life. Because I think we can all agree that there's a ton of negativity in the news right now and we could all use a little good news. And so you can do it that way. Or if you don't have social media, we would love to get an email from you. You can email us at collective at watermark.org. Um, and then as always, just a couple of announcements. We would love to be praying for you. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at watermark underscore collective. And if you want to send us a direct message, we would love to specifically lift up your prayer request for you. Um, you can go to watermark.org slash TV and keep up with us. We're going to be here each Wednesday afternoon at 2 p.m. with a new story of hope to hopefully bring you some encouragement from our living room to yours. And just a reminder, the collective challenge is still going on. We would love for you to jump in and memorize our theme verse with us, which is Romans 15, 5 through 6. And I'm just going to read it so that we can be encouraged together. It says, may the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Jesus Christ, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So obviously I'm still working on it. It's okay if you are too, but jump in and memorize that with us. There is nothing like hiding God's word in your heart to fight the arrows of Satan. Don't forget to tune in with us tomorrow night on Watermark Live at 7 p.m. to see a beautiful celebration of the wedding of Laura and Colby. And we hope you have a great week serving the church and blessing the city. Thanks for joining us on Collective Live.